All right, all right, all right. What's going on, America? Welcome to a new episode of the Dear America podcast. Sorry for the little break. Uh, I promised my children that for spring break, uh, we were finally going to take them to Washington, D.C. and New York City. They've been wanting to see it for a long time. Uh, And obviously with COVID and everything for so many years, it was just so stupid out there that we haven't done it. So we got to do that. You know, my kids are rock stars, man. When it comes to traveling, they've done it pretty much their whole life. So we literally did the whole thing. Uh, D.C., three days, New York, like four nights. Uh, Got back Saturday night, took yesterday, chilled out, and then bam, they're back at school today. I'm back at work today. They are rock stars. Most kids cannot do that kind of stuff, but they did. Walked like 15 miles a day, you know, kind of stuff. And uh, it, it was a it was a fun experience. But today's episode is going to be called Get Out of Big Cities Immediately. I'm not only going to talk about what's going on in the news, uh, I'm also going to talk about firsthand experience on how much these cities have deteriorated in the past three years. Yes, three years. OK, I used to frequent New York and still frequent D.C. pretty regularly and the amount of deterioration of the of our society, the amount of deterioration in big cities, it can no longer be ignored. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to protect yourselves. You need to protect your families. If you have the ability, I don't care if you have the ability or not, leave your stuff. I don't care if you can afford to move it, sell it. I, I, I don't care. Protect your kids. Get out of big cities. You are asking for trouble you are asking for things because it is only going to get worse all right let's jump right into it well actually you know what let's get into a sponsor all right ladies listen up we all know that beards are back in session but we all know that beards can go from mighty and majestic like hercules to duck dynasty really quick so it is time for you to get the gift that keeps on giving for your man to keep that majestic beard under control and any other hair that maybe needs some taming in their life chest hair and any other hair that you may imagine it is time to join the eight million people worldwide who have bought the man in their life manscape and all you got to do is go to manscape.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with the promo code Graham. That's all you have to do. That's simple, right? Why? Why allow such a majestic thing as a man who has a beard? The man in your life that you feel is so manly, the man in your life that you love their beard, but it comes to a point where that thing just gets out of control. Help them tame the majestic part of their life. Help them be the Herculean protector of your home that you know that they are. Help them be the best version of themselves because, ladies, you know that as men, we don't buy nothing for ourselves. So give him the gift that keeps on giving. Eight million men are using the Manscaped beard trimmers, the weed whackers, etc. And guess what? They are amazing. Not only do they do the job they're supposed to do, they also don't cut, which is a very amazing 
thing. Trust me when I say that. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Graham at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Graham at manscaped.com. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Help your Hercules look the part and have that majestic beard going on. Go to manscaped.com, promo code Graham. Okay, all right, let's get into this. So first of all, our experiences, okay? So again, the kids were always so young when I was early in my days uh, traveling to all these places, getting to know all these big cities, et cetera. And so they never really got to go. So the kids have always wanted to see, uh, you know, we, we did a Rocky Mountain tour uh, at the first of the year. Uh, we got to go through Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, all, all that stuff, right? Got to see the Rockies. It was <sighs> It was amazing. I mean, it was one of the best trips I personally ever had. Maybe I, I think the kids like this trip a little more because they're kids. But as I get older, man, out west is really becoming more and more and more appealing because there's so much or there's so fewer people. But I digress. OK, so we're in Washington, D.C. And we decide, you know what, we're going to stay in the Arlington area uh, just because I, I got a lot of friends and everybody's telling me, hey, don't stay in downtown D.C. Don't do that. You know, go to Arlington. Right. <laughs> so we do all the stuff. We see all the things. And, and I kid you not. One situation happens. There is a shooting in Washington, D.C. Remember, uh, gun laws protect people. Right. Like, like that's that's the thing I'm trying to get at here. D.C. is not known for being a gun friendly uh, area, right? It's not a state, but DC, especially is where the president lived. Nope. <laughs> Shooting at a funeral home on top of that, to add irony to it all, death is already in play and there's a shooting at a funeral home. And then as we are leaving, okay, so the good Lord had his hand on us and I appreciate it, Jesus. But as we're leaving, um, our Airbnb that we're staying at, we're, you know, I, I mean, we get out of the parking garage, we take a right and we go two blocks up, two blocks. And we see all these police cars, just, just sirens on, coding it down uh, the street. And we're thinking, man, what is going on there? And so we get out a little further and I'm on Twitter and all of a sudden I see a hostage situation is going on at a Wells Fargo bank in Arlington literally two blocks from where we were staying, there's a hostage situation. So I want to put this in perspective for you here. This is Washington, D.C., and this is Arlington, Virginia. Okay, Washington, D.C., obviously the capital of the United States. Arlington, Virginia is where the Pentagon is, all this stuff. These should be highly protected areas, yet in a three-day period, me, my kids, and my wife avoided a shooting at a funeral home in D.C. and a hostage situation at a Wells Fargo bank. I bank at Wells Fargo. Thank God I didn't have to, I don't know, withdraw money or something. But but I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that is crazy. And so we're in downtown D.C. I'm like, OK, we're going to cut through Maryland. We're going to cut through Delaware, Florida uh, to get up to New York City. It's only a four hour drive from there. It's not a big deal. I'd rather do that than take the train. And so we do that. We drive through Maryland, and if you live in Maryland, I apologize, but I also kind of don't because you know what I'm talking about. 
it was it looked like a scene from The Walking Dead. I mean, I I it, it I don't get intimidated very often, but I remember thinking to myself, Lord, please don't let us break down right here. Don't let this happen. How in the world? I mean, I know Maryland's always been bad, right? Like, like I get that. I know. But man, when you see it up close, dude, it, it is like a movie. And there's drug addicts walking everywhere, walking around like zombies. Uh, it, it was disgusting. But let's get to New York. New York is 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 what I really want to talk about. So not only did just last night, hundreds, hundreds of teens riot and mob in the streets of downtown Chicago, by the way. Downtown Chicago, if you've ever seen that movie uh, Joker, right, with Joaquin Phoenix, the end scene where like all the crazy people are like rioting and burning the streets and all this stuff, that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. We are living in a place where everything is not okay. Everything is not all right. Chaos has taken over major cities, especially. And I, I've said this a lot. And, and I know that we said this in the podcast with John Cooper, which, by the way, thank you guys for the positive feedback from that. I've had so many people write about that episode. John, too, because we recorded it and we decided to release the same exact episode on both our channels at the same time. And so he has gotten so much response from it. I've gotten so much response from it. So many people said that it encouraged them and it informed them and it, I don't know, motivated them. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back to the previous episode with John Cooper. I believe it's called the rapid decline of America. Uh, I was really proud of that episode, but, but either way we talked about this, where you're either living under God's law or you're living under the law of chaos. And I think it's becoming ever more apparent that we're living under the law of chaos. Um, it's not guns that are the cause of all of these things. It is living outside of the will of God under the law of chaos that is leading to these horrible atrocities across the board. Anyway, back to New York. We get to New York, all right? We're staying with Trump, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows it's there. It's really cool. I love staying at Trump because of obvious reasons. There's like 20 police cars in front of the Trump at all times. So it's like the safest. It's like the safest building to stay at in New York. So I love the Trump. Um, we're staying there and everything's good. We're having a great time it, because me and Alyssa aren't tourists now at this point. We know New York so well that we know where to go. We know where not to go. We know how to get there the quickest. We know how to avoid awkward situations. So we're having a great time until the last day. The last day, the kids, uh, Alyssa's parents flew in to meet us there, like last minute, really spontaneous thing for them because they're older and everything. It was really great, really special. And they all want to go do the touristy thing. And they all want to go see Times Square at night. But which I am not about it. I don't like it. You know, once you see Times Square, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's cool. I prefer Little Italy <laughs> and things like that. But I say all this to say that we are sitting there. I, I'm going to preface what happened. I'm going to say my 12 year old son, Gage, was involved in a physical fight altercation between grown men that I had to get in the middle of in the middle of Times Square. 
okay? This is a real story. This really happened. And this is what I'm talking about of the degradation of our society and why I'm saying get yourself and your family out of big city. All right. It is not unknown that the market and inflation is out of control. Have you gone to get food lately? It is insane. But on top of that, we've got woke corporations that do not care about you or your values that are always spiking up the prices. And nobody does that more than your wireless provider. AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, all these places do not care about you or your values. So why are you supporting them when you can support a company who does? You need to join Pure Talk right now. Why? Because the CEO and chairman of the board is a U.S. veteran and Pure Talk cares about supporting veterans and our military. When you become a Pure Talk customer, you have an option to support America's warrior partnership to prevent veteran suicide. This service is fantastic. They cover 99% of Americans. I'm a customer and I don't drop calls. And that's a very big deal because I am very busy. Pure Talk is an American company who cares about creating American jobs. In fact, their customer service team is right here in the old US of A. They also make switching very easy. Talk, text, and plenty of 5G data is just $30 a month with no contract. You can keep your number and keep your phone. The average family saves about $1,000 a year. So go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com promo code Graham and save with an American company who shares your values. Go to puretalk.com promo code Graham now. So we're in Times Square, and for those of you who don't know Times Square at all, it's kind of like this big triangle, right? It's like this big triangle of buildings. It's it, it's this kind of open space where no cars can go, but it's kind of like a triangle. And then all around it, of course, is all the LED boards and everything. And it's you know it's ah you know it's it, it looks like it's daylight at night and all this other kind of stuff, but. Another big thing that happens there is there's a lot of street performers. A lot of street performers come out there. You see people dressed as Spider-Man. And there's, of course, that naked cowboy that walks around with his underwear and guitar all the time and, and, and all this stuff. But anyway, there was this group of individuals that had decided that they were going to cone off this little square and have like a little dance thing, I guess. And so Alyssa, the kids, everybody wanted to see what they were going to dance. Not really my thing, but it's not about me. It's about them, et cetera. So, you know, whatever. So we're standing there. I'm standing there. Gage is slightly in front of me to my left. And as in New York, there's crazy people walking around all over the place. Also, I guess it's legal to smoke weed in New York now because everybody was smoking weed. I mean, we got contact highs just from walking around, man. It was brutal. Weed everywhere. Weed everywhere. But but I digress. Um, we're standing there, and, and I guess while they're setting up this ring to dance, right, or whatever, this obviously high guy with no shirt on comes walking right through, and he grabs, like, a little table, and he just throws it into, like, the little, the, the little box, the little box that they're in. And, you know, my rational thought as an adult was, oh, this guy's, you know, high on something. He didn't hurt nobody. Just let him walk on. He's crazy. Well, that didn't stop 
two of the guys that were, you know, I guess setting up the circle or something. So next thing I know, I mean, this all happened in a matter of like 10 seconds, right? The guy who threw the table is walking right past us, right as two of the other guys are sprinting full speed at this dude, and they just deck this guy. And this guy falls and just, I mean, Goldberg spears my 12-year-old son right next to me. Hits me too, but really gets him. Like, Gage is on the ground. And this grown man is on top of him. And this brief moment here, this is like a, this is like a three-second situation. I immediately, my, I, got, I don't know, military instincts, paternal instincts, I don't know what you call it. Like, I immediately get in between these three guys because my thought is I got to get Gage out of here. Because Gage is on the ground. Gage is on the ground. He's got a grown man on top of him. He just got clocked by this grown man. And I'm literally holding one of them back and got my shoulder to the other one while this other dude is on the ground. And my father-in-law is trying to pull Gage out from underneath this guy. And I just, I'm, I'm screaming at these dudes, back up. Back up, back up. My son's under there. Back up, back up, back up. And two things are going through my mind. Well, three things. One, get my son out of there. Two, I'm thinking, please do not hit me. Because if you hit me, I'm not saying I would have won this fight. Okay. I'm not one of those arrogant people that's like, oh, if you'd have hit me, it'd have been done. No, these were some big old dudes, man. And if they had hit me, I probably would have ended up in the hospital. I'm just being honest, right? But they would have known that they probably shouldn't have hit me if it was over with because it's just an instinctual thing, right? Don't hit me in the face. If you hit me in the face, I, I don't know if I can control what happens after that. But the third thing that went through my mind, especially after I saw that Gage was okay, now I got to get myself out of this situation is I'm looking into these grown adults. These weren't kids. These were grown men, late 30s, early 40s. None of them had shirts on. Weird stuff. I don't understand the walking around big cities with no shirts, but whatever. And, and I'm looking in these grown men's eyes, and I understand getting mad, right? Like, I, I'm not, I'm, I was in the Army for 12 years. I've seen many a bar fight, right? Like, like, I, like, like it's not uncommon to me to see grown men fight. But there's no way that they did not see that they took out my kid at the same time. And immediately, if it had been something like me, I wish that I could say that I've never been in a fight, but I can't say that. But I do know this. If I had just clocked some dude and he went into like a child, I would immediately stop, pick that dude up, throw him off of the kid, and I would immediately go to the kid and be like, oh my gosh, you know, blah, blah, blah. What have I done? Right. There was nothing in these people's eyes except utter and complete animalistic hatred, almost territorial, right? Like, and, 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 and please hear my heart when I say this, I'm not trying to, to degrade to a way other than I think people that, that, that have zero self-control over their emotions in any way are animals, but either way, almost territorial, animalistic type stuff. This dude invaded their territory, so he was going to be made pay. 
When I say that I'm in the middle of these guys trying to keep them away from my son, they're taking shots at this dude, I guess, around me with Gage, a child still underneath. And I just saw in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I know it's bad in big cities, and I know that we're losing our humanity in this country. But to see it in the eyes of grown adults when a child is involved, it was pretty crazy stuff to see. Inflation has consequences, guys, as the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending. Long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling the banks. Depositors are holding their breath and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Right now is time for diversification. Right now is to protect your family savings, your 401k, your IRA with gold or precious metals. That's why you need to work with my friends over at Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or simply your savings into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Simply text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. That's it. That's all they want to do. They want to send you a free info kit. It's no cost to you, no commitment to you. What do you have to lose than to simply do what you need to do to find out the information that you need to protect your family in these uncertain times? Text Graham to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Go right now and text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 today. And anyway, long story short, we got out of there. I got We got Gage out. We got the other kids out. And we didn't go back to Times Square after that. Gage was pretty rattled for a little bit. Anna Grace was rattled for a little bit because she saw it naturally. It was her brother. Gunner uh, caught everything up until that. Gunner caught the guy getting thrown into us, and then he stopped recording because he was recording because he thought they were going to dance. And then he, you know, he took off. So nobody really got hurt. Uh, and, and, but, but it really just emphasized the fact. And then the next day, I see the stuff in Chicago, Philly, um, everywhere. Every major city, there just seems to be riot after riot, shooting after shooting. We saw multiple people attacked on the subway in New York, uh, videos. And we, 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 we weren't going on the subway. We saw videos. Uh, there was literally a shooting in a uh, like convenience store in New York City like while we were there. And here's another thing I noticed. This whole defund the police thing is real in these cities. Before COVID, if you went to Times Square, it was one of the safest places in the world to go because there were cops everywhere, everywhere. I would say you couldn't go two blocks without seeing a cop standing there. I saw maybe eight cops the entire trip. I'm not kidding. Like, I don't know where they were. And, and this defund the police stuff is real, man. Like, there's a real issue going on, especially in these bigger cities. And that's why I'm saying this to those of you who are listening and those of you who are thinking about visiting these places. Trust me when I say, if you're thinking about going to New York and you don't know New York like I know New York and you don't know where to go, you don't know the right spots to be in because all these degenerates, they hang out in the tourist spots. That's where they hang out because they know that you don't know. 
what to do or how to interact or what. They know that. So that's where they hang out. Washington, D.C., the same way. If you don't know where you're going, you don't know what you're doing, don't go. Philly, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know where you're going, don't go. Chicago, same thing. I could do this list on and on and on and on and on. Atlanta, even. Atlanta's like 100 miles from where I live. If you don't know Atlanta, you don't know where to go, and you don't know the places to be, the places not to be, do not go to Atlanta. Because we live in a society where chaos is taking over. We live in a society where the rule of law no longer applies and people just do whatever they want to do, right? Because the police in these big areas aren't enforcing these things, right? New York, we know for a fact that the district attorney in New York is not prosecuting crimes like that. They're going after Donald Trump. They're too busy doing all of those things. And the saddest part, and I love our men and women in blue, I really do. The saddest part was maybe 200 feet, maybe, away, there were three cops standing there when all that stuff was going on with my son, and not a single one of them, A, did anything, and not a single one of them, B, showed up. So, that's my little story for today. To kick off Monday. I can't complain. Our trip overall, 99% was great. It was a great time. I suggest all of you to do it as much as possible. Work can wait. Life can wait. Spend moments with your family and create memories. Engage for the rest of his life. will be able to say that he got caught in a fight in the middle of Times Square when he's 12 years old. But as a father, you know, I mean, obviously I feel horrible about the situation, but, but that's real. That really happened, really happened just the other day in Times Square, New York. And it is a real reality of where we live in our society right now. And so I leave you with this one, get out of big cities. And two, I say this to you when you're voting for your sheriffs, for your police chiefs, for all this stuff, we are either a country that lives under God's law or we are a country that lives under the law of chaos. Which one do you want to be? That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all again next time.